Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real practical application. Hello and welcome to another episode of Practically Christian Podcast. Hello. Now before we get started, congratulations to Wendy. Wendy, you won. You won the amazing Amazon gift card. And that is actually hard to say. Together? Yes. Because you want to say Amazon, Amazon, or Amazing, Amazing? Something like that. Congratulations, Wendy. Thank you for liking, sharing, and commenting. On the episode link that was shared, um, Wendy, go ahead and contact Debbie, and we will get your gift to you. So words of encouragement to everyone. If you have something you want to hear discussed, or if you have questions or comments, Hit us up on Facebook. We love interacting with you all. Um, and for those of you that may be new to Practically Christian, welcome. Welcome. You can find more info on us at uh, Facebook at Scent Church Volusia, Scent Church on Twitter at RVC Deltona, at Scent.Church. Um, this is a ministry of Scent Church. So I know that's a lot of links, and we're working on consolidating all that into a brand new website. Stay connected. And uh, we'll let you know when that happens, because that is what is in the works right now. Exciting. It is. You could sound a little more excited. Exciting! There you go. So, for today's podcast, though, Debbie, has anyone ever done anything that you would consider, like, wrong? Yes. Like, to you? Yes. Is what I meant. Oh, yes. That came out all jacked up. I said yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you could ask it 10 different ways, I'm going to say yes. You know, and of course they have. All of us at some point in life have experienced people that have talked about us, that have lied about us, that have broke trust with us, right. that have spread rumors, that, mm. you know, and the list goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all been there, though. Right. We all have that one person. Yep. Sometimes for more of us, it's more than one. <laughs> and at some point... There was a fight, there was something, something happened, and, and you know, for most of us practically Christian, we go, oh, I forgive them. Uh, I mean, after all, in Matthew 6, <laughs> isn't that exactly what Jesus says to do, to forgive others so that we will be forgiven? Yes, but I will tell you, um, for me personally, that's a that's been a difficult journey. For most of us, it is. But what does forgiveness actually mean? To forgive someone? Are you asking my opinion or my thoughts? Yeah. I think if you forgive someone, you act like it never was. And you either forgive and move on forward in your relationship with them. Whatever that relationship might be. Could just be an acquaintance, a friend, a spouse, a sibling. Or you forgive and you let it go and then you move on away from that person. Because I don't always think forgiveness means a continuation of relationship. And I might be wrong. I'm just that that's my personal belief. Paul's going to tell us that we are given the ministry of reconciliation. Like that's how Paul's going to word it. And, and I, I believe he means just that. And reconciliation and, and forgiveness kind of go hand in hand. But really the point of this episode on the podcast is is forgiveness. Like the practically Christian would think, you know, I, I forgive someone and it's a Christian way of saying that that's it. I'm done with that person. I, I forgive mean, it, them. I'm just done with them. Right. And I've done that. Is that really what forgiveness is? 
see, that's hard for me. That's a struggle that I have as a Christian. And I think in my heart, I do forgive them. I just have no desire to continue on a relationship. I can understand that's a, that. That's a heart issue maybe with me between. And that's a, that's why we're discussing it because it's not a clear cut. <laughs> no. like. Oh, I mean, here it is. There are people that have harmed me um, physically. There are people that have harmed me emotionally. And I know it sounds crazy, but um, it was easy for me to get forgive the people that have hurt me physically. That was easy. Easier than forgiving someone who hurt me emotionally. So in John 19, oh boy. Jesus is hanging on a cross. Mm-hmm. He's just been beat. All night, mm-hmm. he's been made fun of. He's had people lie about him. Like, he has experienced everything we experience in one night and now is hanging on a cross, mm-hmm. literally suffocating on his own blood. And with his dying breath, he yells, it is finished. Yes. So, in that one statement, Jesus is announcing to all of creation. Right. The debt of sin is paid in full. Right. In this one statement, Jesus is letting believers know that they are now justified before God. Mm -hmm. That everything they have done, will do, or are going to do. Or are doing. Has been paid for. That debt's been paid. Um, And after this, Jesus is buried. Three days later... He rises from the grave. Right. Now, as Jesus was being arrested before this, and I know I'm going to jump around a lot. Just try to stay with me because it, it, it all makes sense in the plane. end. Okay. I'm trying to stay on course. Peter tells Jesus that he will go to the grave with him. Like Jesus is going, hey, look, my time has come. They're going to arrest me and then they're going to kill me. And Jesus goes, nope, that ain't going to happen. I will stand and fight with you. I will even go to the grave with you. And Jesus kind of looks at him. And goes, no, you won't. In fact, you're going to deny me three times before the rooster crows. And and sure enough, that's what happens. Right. And then after this, Jesus has already appeared alive to the disciples. And the disciples are out fishing and they see Jesus on the shore. And knowing it's Jesus, Peter dives out of the boat and swims to Jesus. Now, why was Peter so anxious to get to Jesus? I I think because of reconciliation, I think he knew he had another chance. Oh my gosh, I can, I can make it right. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's sitting here going, I have wronged him and I'm so anxious to go make it right with him that he doesn't even wait to paddle in. He jumps out and swims and it, it only saved him seconds. I mean, the, the other disciples come up right behind Peter. He's probably still trying to catch his breath from this swim. Right. Because Peter really hasn't yet understood the term, it is finished. The conversation between Jesus and Peter after the swim is showing Peter, Jesus is showing Peter, I ain't mad at you. Like, even in that sin of denying Jesus wasn't as big as the cross of Christ. Right. So in fact, even as people like are beating and murdering Jesus... Luke's gospel tells us that Jesus asked God to forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. Right. So we can see from these two examples, forgiveness is so much more than simply going, oh, it's okay. I, and I agree with you. And, and if I t- say I forgive somebody, 
I genuinely forgive them, but I don't necessarily think that means I have to allow them an opportunity to do it all over again. Now, I think you're going to say, what would Jesus do? Oh, taking it back to the uh, 90s. Yes, taking it back to the... My to WWJD the, bracelet. That's right. Um, but again, as a as me personally, that's a struggle I have. Um, and, and really, forgiveness isn't for the other person. Forgiveness is my heart condition as a Christ follower. And I do believe I can genuinely forgive someone. That doesn't mean my relationship with them is going to be the same. And I think you and I have discussed this. It's either going to get better or we're going to be in the same cycle over and over and over again. Sure. I mean, and and we're going to get into that. But forgiving someone, in, in order to forgive someone, you have to admit, someone hurt me. Right. And That's sometimes a it's a pride issue. issue and we don't want to admit someone had the ability to hurt me. Right. And then and then on top of that going and it's okay. Right. Which again, that's that's a pride issue. You know, it, as a male, my whole life I've struggled with like like any other male out there. All you have to do is say to a guy, I bet you can't. And he's going to try so, to do yes, it. Yes, he is going to prove you wrong right. because that's what we do. That's why we have YouTube fails. <laughs> right. So I'm not saying that there's no consequence for people's actions. Like I would never, ever, ever sit down and counsel counsel someone who is going through like a domestic violence situation. And tell them to stay. And, and be like, oh, you need to forgive them and you need to stay. Right. Obviously, you need to be in a place where you're safe. If someone is physically hurting you, you need to leave that, that whole situation. Right. We can deal with... <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. We can deal with forgiveness and we can deal with moving on and reconciliation if, after the right. fact... You need to get somewhere where you're safe first. And right, and reconciliation doesn't always mean the relationship's going to be the same status that it was. Right. Like, but for, hang on, because you keep harping on that. I'm, we're gonna get to that. I'm just saying. But forgiveness is admitting someone hurt you and realizing that that debt, that sin, right, that's already, already paid. been paid for too. Right. Just like the sins I commit have been paid for. A lot of times we like to go, okay, my sin's okay. But right. you hurt me, and your sin's not. You, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And there are times that I've had to ask people to forgive me that it probably hurt me more knowing that I wounded them than what I actually said or did. And that, I think, comes from Jesus transforming my heart because I wasn't always like that. Yeah, it's knowing that we have been forgiven by a holy God Mm -hmm. and God demonstrated his love in this while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Right. And see, and that's where like, that's where really a lot of people get hung up Mm -hmm. and going, well, what I did was less than what they've done. Right. Like their sin to me was more grievous. And and like I said, I know you've been, I know you've been. You know, going on with, you know, oh, well, the relationship's going to be different. I'm not saying, again, that by forgiving someone, we go, okay, now come back in and do it again. Like, that's not what I'm advocating. Right. What I am saying, though, is we need to always be checking our heart motivation. Mm -hmm. Because forgiveness means I've moved past this. Right. If we're still holding on to whatever it is that they did that hurt us. 
then have we really forgiven them? And I think sometimes people may not know what they're feeling until they run into that person again and they go, oh, well, I didn't know this was going to make me feel this kind of way. And, you know, I think when you can run into that person or be around that person and not have that feeling in your chest or, or that anxiety or that, or the thought or even the anger, when, once you, you know you've gotten past it. So like you said, it's, it's about getting past it, not just for them. I mean, ultimately, God, God already forgave them. Jesus forgave them. It, that's, to me as a Christian, your relationship with Jesus. Right, and Jesus never holds against us the grievous sins, and I know I did not say that right, grievous sins However you want to say it, that we have committed against him. Like, Jesus doesn't go, okay, I saved you now. Now you need to pay for the fact that you had idols right. above me. And that's really... And he doesn't keep reminding us of our sin over and over and over again. Right, and, and that's what I was going to mm. say. And that's really where I want to make sure we're clear on the whole point of forgiveness isn't so I can hold something above you. Right. Like, I can't go, okay, I forgive you. But remember when. Right. And now I have all this power in the relationship. Because that's not what Jesus does. Jesus doesn't go, I forgave you, I saved you, but now I'm going to hold your past against you. Right. And if you're constantly talking about something somebody did to you, then you probably... Haven't gotten past that. No, you haven't forgiven No, you probably haven't. Um, And I'm not saying that your testimony couldn't be used to help someone else going through something that you're going through. No, I'm talking about complaining about it. Right. Because, and that's why, you know, and I know it sounded kind of chopped up in the beginning. That's why I want to focus on that term. It is finished. So, in other words, when you became a believer in Christ... God immediately at that point saw you, and these are going to be big words. If you if you don't quite understand what I'm saying, you know, hit me up on Facebook. I love to you know private message and talk to you one on one about. But when you became a Christian, when you believed in Jesus, it's called imputed righteousness, which means which means literally like wearing of righteousness. So Jesus became the debt payer like that song he became sin who knew no sin well that's actually in corinthians but yes really we're gonna go there go ahead keep going but anyway um so jesus pays for the sin all of the sin past present and future you immediately are righteous right so at that point, God's not going, okay, I saved you, but now you have to earn your righteousness. And so is that person that offended you. Right. And this is why Romans 3 is so clear about no one does good. No, not even one. No one seeks God. No one, you know, they have all turned aside. Together they have become worthless. There is none righteous. No, not one. Right. Because sanctification is a, life. is a lifelong process. Right. Here and now, however, once you become saved, you're already completely sanctified before God. And I know that sounds hard to understand, and it is. Mm -hmm. So there's two different processes that work uh, at the same time. The point of all that, and the reason I bring all that up, is because if I'm still holding on to something that someone did to me, then I haven't forgiven them. Right. This is why Paul can say in 1 Corinthians 13, love keeps no record of wrongdoing. 
So in other words, if I really say I love someone and if my commandment is to love God with all my heart, mind, body, and soul and love others as I love myself, well, love is something we do. It's not something we feel. Love is a verb. It's not something we say. So if if I'm keeping wrongdoings, if I'm, if I'm going, well, remember, Debbie, last week on Tuesday, you did this or you said that then what I'm doing is I'm keeping a record of wrongdoing and I can't say that I love you. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. So Jesus tells us in Matthew 6 that we must forgive others because we have been forgiven. Now what happens when we withhold forgiveness is we allow bitterness to take hold in our hearts. Right. Now bitterness leads to hate and before you know it, you are reciting the lines to the path of the dark side. Mm-hmm. Like in the movies? Like in Star Wars, like yeah. Like in the movies. Forgiveness is a powerful tool given by the Holy Spirit to do a mighty work in our heart. Right. You had said earlier, and I'm just going to echo it, forgiveness is more for the person being doing the forgiving than it is for the person receiving the forgiveness. Because they may never even know that you've gone through the process of forgiveness with them. Right. Because when we can forgive people, we can better see how Jesus sees us. Right. And this opens up a whole new way to view people, to view broken people who are made in the image of God. Because when I start to see you the way God sees you, then forgiveness becomes easier because I can go, oh, we don't even know what we're doing. Like most people, there are, there are malicious people out there, don't take me wrong, but most people who claim to love you, their intent usually isn't to hurt you. Right. It's a miscommunication or it's this or it's that, and it just happens to be that way. Right. So this week, I challenge you to look at your own heart and ask, who are you withholding forgiveness from? Mm. Maybe it's a spouse or a child, a coworker, a parent, a sibling, a friend, a neighbor, whoever it is, let it go. And I know that is easier said than done, and I know, like, this could be a process and it may be something you have to seek counseling for and, but let that go. Right. Um, stop feeding into the bitterness that is ultimately poisoning you. Right. So until next week, I pray you have a great week and hit us up and let us know what you want to hear next. We love you. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. For more information, go to sent.church. Until next week, keep running the race set before you, and we love you.